0: We'll catch it. It's just so funny. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. I'm crying. <laughs> okay. okay.
1: <laughs> Should I go on? Yeah, yeah, go on. Everything's fine. I'm fine, you're fine, everything's great. Welcome to the safe haven. I'm your host, Amanda Lytle. The Safe Haven offers a collection of conversations about life's challenges and the pivots we make in order to keep moving forward. The safe haven has recently shapeshifted into a bi-weekly release with alternating bi-weekly releases of a segment called Road Trip, where Jennifer Porter and I have the kind of chats that you'd have with a bestie on a road trip. Today is the best drive yet. You may need a tissue though, not for sad tears, but if you're ready to join Jen as she cry laughs while holding onto her thoughts about meat and cheese sticks, like, Get your shit together, Porter. But before we jump into today's drive, I wanted to remind you that we would love it if you could follow this Safe Haven on your podcast app or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Writing a written review where you're able and leaving a rating helps us reach more people and shows other listeners and podcasters that we're legit. Every single one helps, so if you haven't done so, we'd be so appreciative if you took a moment to do it. Here we go. Hello, road trip friends. I'm Jen.
0: And I'm Amanda. And we're two adventurous souls with a huge passion for travel and chasing the unordinary. You know those podcasts that you listen to when you feel like you're hanging out on the couch with a friend or on a long road trip chatting with your bestie? That's what we've created, and we want you
1: to come along for the ride. Sometimes it'll just be us, and other times we'll pick up a friend along the way for some additional insights. In each road trip episode, we'll be sharing a variety of insights and perspectives, lessons and memories from our lives. Sometimes we may
0: cry, but we'll laugh way more, honoring every emotion that comes up authentically. That's what
1: road trips with your besties are for. So grab a snack, pop in those earbuds, and buckle up. How's your coffee? Great. Yeah, mine too. It's really hitting the spot this morning. You know what I love about this morning's morning coffee more than ever? Tell me more. I love the fact that we get to enjoy our coffees in the van together. Yes, we're actually physically together. Together, together. So, cheers with coffees.
0: Cheers with coffees. This is not being done via Zoom. I know. We're actually like sitting in the van together, right? I know. It's funny. People ask me, they're like, So, how do you do this? Like, how do you record? And it's all virtual. Yeah. You have a little mic and it's all virtual, but we're in the van together. It feels so good. I really do love this van. Me
1: too. She's got a lot of character. Well, we have a lot of character, so. Yeah. She needs to keep up. She
0: really does. She (laughs) does need to keep up with us. She's got big shoes to fill. Yeah. Or
1: big tires to fill. Boots. Boots. I don't know. When I switch off my winter, on the winter tires, I call them winter boots. I'm like, oh, she's got her winter boots on. (laughs) love
0: that (laughs) her sandals (laughs) she's got her
1: blundstones on and now she's got her Birkenstocks yes this is
0: this is it this is it yeah yeah I mean it's great we're we're jumping in the van together we've Mm -hmm. got our black coffees
1: yes yeah they're so good
0: yeah it was it was a slow transition for me to transition from coffee like double doubles oh yeah to straight up black
1: okay this is gross Tim Hortons (laughs) classic
0: Canadian road trip
1: (laughs) I went through a period of time after my exchange when I came home and what I ate and drank and put in my body was terrible but I would say that hands down the worst thing that I could have ever put in my body was the Tim Hortons triple triple steeped tea or bag tea both bags in
0: triple triple I know
1: don't even start I know wow it's funny
0: you say that though when you came home because when I came home from Australia, I was deprived of bagels,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Caesars, mm-hmm. orange cheese. Yeah,
1: isn't that funny. <laughs> I was like, was it orange cheese? Where is this? Not existent. Um, that's die, my friends. But really, how good is white cheddar? I do love white cheddar, mm-hmm. and it's
0: funny. I had a jet lag melt down on the floor of my apartment when I like day two of moving to Australia, an entire meltdown of what have I done? There's no orange cheese here. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly I was jet lagged. Totally. It was 4 p.m. and I'm like, you need to go to bed. Yeah. I don't know where I am, what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I had a couple moments actually in Australia, just the more of those like WTF moments. Actually, so funny enough, I don't know what made me think of this besides just how my brain works. And my sister calls me squirrel all the time. Hi, Al. Is... I was sitting, I'd only been there for about a week and it was the Melbourne Cup that was on and I was sitting at a Glory Jeans talking on Skype to my friend Aaron. hi Erin, and we were just talking about anything and everything and she's like, Amanda, focus. I guess it was because I was just looking left, right, center all the way around me and she's like, you're acting like a squirrel, what is going on around you? And it was like all of these women with fascinators and beautiful hats and their dresses and everything, I, they were just so fancy. So when we started talking about that, and I was like, this race culture here is unbelievable. And then Aaron said something about being a squirrel. And I was like, squirrels? Oh, yeah, I haven't seen any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing in my smart brain that in fact, there aren't squirrels in Australia. <laughs> but it didn't hit me until that moment. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a year or more without a squirrel? What have I signed up for? Do people refer to you as squirrel
0: because of the frequency in which your brain processes things at? And the speed
1: at which I move. (laughs) Yes.
0: And potentially some ADHD? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Squirrel? Uh, But you
1: get it. I get it. We share this. I
0: mean, when we're driving the van, and Mm. even if I have two hands on the wheel, and I'm like, squirrel? I sometimes take the wheel with me. I'm like, whoa, okay. Put it between the mustard and the mayonnaise here, Porter. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You have to keep that up. We cannot... (laughs) crashed this van no
0: she this van it's a classic I know it has collector plates on it you know
1: I also love that today's the day that we can actually hear the traffic passing by like this is so authentic
0: yeah we're here in the van
1: oh my goodness I mean
0: my heart's full yes I'm so excited that you're here
1: I also slept so well in this bed last night it's so funny that you say that the good old Murphy
0: bed I still don't understand why it's a Murphy bed but anyways I want to know more about what you thought driving to the West Coast, like once you got off the ferry. Coasty,
1: coasty coast. Yeah. Well, what a drive. I definitely took the long way around because thank gosh it's summer and last report card days ever, last wild month of June as a teacher, I'm done and dusted and that felt so good. So I was able to project a couple days that I had off and I was like, I'm going on an adventure. So I ended up taking the long way down. I went down through Naramata, ended up staying at a lavender farm, then came up through West Bank, got a pedicure because why the fuck not? And then continued down onto the mainland. And I, I've done a lot of the lower mainland in the past and along the coast. So everything's a port around here
0: because we're on the coast. <laughs> porter, port, porter. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So- <laughs> okay. So I've been on the ferry a couple times before. So that wasn't new to me. But let me tell you, the fact that I woke up super early on Friday morning, Friday, Saturday morning, Saturday, and it was so damn hot at the lavender farm and I was scheduled to be there for a little bit, but I was just thinking I have to hit the road. I just want to get there. So by the time I'd actually just kind of still dilly-dallied my way to the ferry terminal, I had booked the ferry upon recommendation by everyone that I book it, make a reservation and show up early. So I did. But the only reso that I could get was 615. I showed up early as heck because I have this beautiful camping couch, a.k.a. our front seats of this van. Yes. (laughs) So I had this and I was kind of in my mind lining up. I thought, I can just find some shade. I've got new books. This is great. I've got a new journal. Life is great. I'm going to find a spot to sit and just chill and wait for this ferry. Well... My glorious surprise when I arrived at this little thing, and she's like, "Yeah, you actually might hit standby in lane four for Nanaimo. You might hit the 355 ferry." I was like, "Yes, thank you." Got on, so happy. Ferry was packed, and with everything opening up again, masks weren't mandatory. Uh, They were recommended, but people were able to actually mill around and talk and hang out and eat and go to the bathroom. Which was great because I really had to pee. I was going to have time to pee. But then I hit the standby ferry and I didn't have time to pee. So peeing was glorious. And then, yeah. So then made it to Nanaimo. I was instantly in love, to be honest. So I had done Victoria and just around the south part of the island years ago. I think the beginning of 2012 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was here on a teaching placement, actually. Just for teaching Montessori. Anyway, that's like a whole other story in itself. But. So that was great. And then, so I stopped at the mall real quick and then I just hit it up and over to Euclid. And number one, I kept thinking if I was a passenger, I'd be puking. A hundred percent. Yes. It's so windy and Mm -hmm. so hilly, but those roads as a driver come at me. Yeah. I love it. So I want to actually back up to
0: when you were on the ferry. The thing that gets me going the absolute most is when the horns blow on the ferry. Oh. oh like, it. even just talking about it right now just brings shivers to me. I, nine times out of ten, when the the horns blow on the ferry, I cry. Oh. <laughs> and being on the ferry is just like, any. every time I'm there, like, I have to have a journal mm-hmm. on standby because mm-hmm. I'm like, I go into like instant reflection mode. Mm-hmm. And the last time I was on the ferry was when I moved back here and it was crazy, but it's so funny trying to explain to people that don't necessarily understand that Vancouver Island is not a part of the mainland mm-hmm. and how you get to Ucluelet. And I'm very impressed that you pronounced it right.
1: Oh, sticking taking practice. right off the get-go. No, Kay. I was taking practice. You were? Oh my gosh. When I recorded the intro thing or whatever for us for the first road trip episode ever, I was like, Ucluelet. You clue lit, you clue lit, you clue lit. It took me so long. And then I actually think that I made a couple of mistakes saying it, had to like dub in and out what I was trying to actually say, and now I'm a pro. You like, yeah.
0: So it's you Oh, you Euclid. you No, no, <laughs> it. No, it's you lit. Hard to pronounce. It is. Yes, you clue is hard to pronounce, but oh, it's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm.
1: I just, I was so blown away by the combination. I feel like there is a piece of every landscape within BC crammed on the island. And so you can see a lot of it in a very short drive even. So even up and over here, the size of the cedars and the huge cedar forest that you drive through. And because they're so tall... You feel so small, but that's such, I love that humbling feeling. And then all of a sudden you're driving by a picnic area and there's people walking out in their bathing suits and they're happy as heck. And then the next time you're now like riding around the perimeter of a lake and then there's a mountain and then there's snow covered mountains. And then it's just spectacular.
0: Yeah. The cathedral Grove where they have the old growth cedars. It's one of my favorite parts of the drive. And yes, it is a very humbling part Mm -hmm. generally or unfortunately when I am driving that stretch of road I have the destination in mind I'm like okay like I go past here all the time but like there are some times where I've got out to be like wow I just need to like stand at the base of this tree and Mm -hmm. follow it up and like my neck is going it's like the CN Tower you fall over yeah I'm like (laughs) okay the first time I did this drive I mean we got off the ferry and I looked at the kilometers and I, I think it says like no sorry when I got to Port Alberni it says like I think it's like 120 kilometers to Tofino and it's like okay, easy, we'll be there in, like, just over, like, an hour or so. And it's like, no, because this road is a coastal, mountainous road. Mm -hmm. Like, there's hairpin turns every other turn. Yeah, and it's often just the two lanes. Yeah, yeah, there's passing lanes, but it's just the two lanes, and then you, like, come around Kennedy Lake. And on my first drive here, it was about sunset, and we came around, like, this rocky outcrop, which is now under construction because, like, transport trucks, like Mm -hmm. It was a very dangerous section of road, but there was a, the sunset was happening over Kennedy Lake. And I was like, Mm. where, I don't know where I am. I also don't know really what I'm doing here. I have a job that I'm starting, but like, I don't know how I ended up here,
1: but somewhere
0: I've made the right choice. Mm -hmm. I know exactly
1: where you're talking about because having driven that just last night, two things about it. Number one, that hill is the devil. It's very, very dangerous. Also, the sun was just setting at that time of day. And I'm so grateful that I did hit the earlier standby ferry because I was able to see it in daylight. And even though it's still light out here until after 10 p.m., it was a different light that I could see everything under and really take it in. But 100% Kennedy Lake is unbelievable. And they're doing so much work to that road right now that it actually gave you time to stop and pause and just sit and take it in. So...
0: It was cool. One time I was sitting there waiting and I saw a black bear. Oh. I was like, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was taken by that. But anyways, yes, it's it's a very interesting, you have to want to live here. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not easy, you know, to start off, there's a housing crisis here all the time. Mm-hmm. And because of the pandemic, like there wasn't the transient because nobody, like there wasn't the influx right. of people coming and then going.
1: Totally There's a tourist town.
0: Totally a tourist town, driven by tourism. I mean, once driven by, like, well, I mean, still like commercial fishing. But uh, yes, you you definitely have to want to live here because, I mean, let's face it, the closest Tim Hortons to get your double-double is an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, like when I'm craving like a big old dirty Big Mac – that craving leaves me pretty quickly because I'm definitely not driving an hour and a half to, one way to get a Big Mac. No.
1: No. Not, not worth it. Yeah. So welcome to
0: the West Coast. Yes,
1: I'm loving it already. As soon as I pulled in last night and I went to the hotel to grab the keys and I just kind of looked around. I was like, hmm, this is incredible there's always something just so peaceful about a coastal town as well especially those cute tiny little ones like this
0: i can't wait to like go and show you this cute little town mm-hmm. there's so it's funny for where we grew up minden halliburton um springfield shelbyville tofino you clue it it's there it's very much like two small towns mm-hmm. i don't necessarily know if they rival i mean Likely not, but it's just, uh, yeah, like, I mean, the majority of my girlfriends out here live in Tofino, so that's a 30-minute drive one way, but and when I moved back out here, I kind of initially thought, okay, yeah, I'm going to go live in Tofino and work in Euclid, and I was like, you know what? Gas is really expensive.
1: Okay. (laughs) I'm so happy that you just said that because that was in my brain of things to mention today. I swore... I actually surprised myself with what I said because I, I don't usually swear that directly. But I pulled up to the top of a hill nearing the ferry. I don't even remember exactly where it was. I was just, I, re- I remember I was turning left and I pulled up and there was a gas station and it said 173 <gasps> four. Yeah, exactly. I was like, mother f-. Sorry. Like I literally, I was, I I don't, I don't even know where that came from besides pure shock and disgust. Oh. Because it had gone from 157 elsewhere to 173.4. It's because they can do it because it's about the
0: ferry terminal. People are like, oh shit, we need gas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, so you're in Nanaimo. Totally. Yeah. Because then it went back down to the same price. So I, um, when I go on road trips or anywhere I go, I've got this app on my phone called Gas Buddy and I'm constantly on where
1: is the cheapest gas? I even go an extra couple K for like two cents. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It adds up. It does. Especially when like a fill, like, uh,
0: yeah, it it adds up quick. I mean, my dad would be laughing so hard right now. He actually got me onto this app (laughs) and you can plan road trips
1: yeah. On track. this app
0: cheap and it gas. will get you the cheap <laughs> gas. It's so true. And I mean when you're driving long haul trips mm-hmm. like we love to do two cents, think about it, all this time or all this money that you save on two cents, it could get you a free double double.
1: Yeah, it could. Also you know loved
0: or triple triple. Oh no, no bagel. Oh, or bagel. Yes. You know what? One of my favorite things to do is on a road trip is Started off with getting a coffee and McDonald's is good for this because they have on their cups, they have the coffee card and you put the little stickers on and you see how many free coffees you can get on the road trip.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, I like that.
0: Yeah, my friend Taylor and I did that on our random, very spontaneous trip to Portland for a weekend. From here? Uh, no, we went from Lake Louise. Yeah. We drove to Portland on Remembrance Day long weekend. And I mean, that's that's a whole... We can get into those details, but oh gosh, that might be an episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we straight shot it too. We um we ended up just uh outside probably like an hour and a bit outside Portland City Center mm. at a rest stop, like a travel a travel station with, with all the transport trucks. It was about four in the morning and we were just like, We need a power nap. Like the whole idea was we're gonna straight shoot it, Lake Louise to Cannon Beach. We packed a tent that we were gonna set up on the beach and take a nap. We got to Cannon Beach. But we did not set up the tent. No, but we had a delicious smoked salmon bagel in this little seaside town. Yeah, Portland really reminded me of the West, like this West Coast, the Pacific Northwest, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. So <sighs> there's just something about the air, and just the vibe is very chill.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very relaxed. I mean, people ask me, they're like, "Well, like, where's the closest IKEA?" I'm like, Vancouver. And like, there's a distribution center in Nanaimo, but like, it's funny, I don't necessarily think of those things living here. I can get everything I need around here, or I mean, sorry, small businesses, but Amazon if you really need to.
1: Yeah.
0: Or you just go out of town, like you kind of, I have a running to-do list or grocery list on my fridge with a white erase marker. And if I'm going out of town,
1: I take a picture of it and hit the road. We're going to take a quick pit stop here for gas, so take a big stretch, jump around, grab something to nourish yourself with, and enjoy a quick break while we fill up. Nanaimo is great. Mind you, I didn't spend a lot of time there, but even just driving through it, it's so cute. And also has a lot of those big box stores that if you did just have that running list of things and you're like, okay, I actually have to go now and just plan for a day. Yeah. Also,
0: one of my favorite places is actually across Island and up is the Comox Valley.
1: Hmm, Okay. So
0: that's where I go snowboarding in the wintertime. So Mm -hmm. fun fact about living on the island. Mm -hmm. In the same day, I have snowboarded Mount Washington and surfed at Cox Bay, which is in Tofino. There you go. So Best of both worlds. I mean, if I was into golf, I could have got a quick. I couldn't have got nine holes in, but you know, we could have golfed a few holes and been like, we went snowboarding, golfing, and surfing. But golfing's not really my thing.
1: No, a couple holes of baseball. Yeah, That's a couple all. holes of
0: baseball. <laughs> I mean, don't tempt me with a good time at the mini putt, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been
0: mini putting in so long. Oh, there's this really fun place in Parksville. So Parksville, across the island, kind of in between Nanaimo and Port Alberni. Some of my friends listening, they'll think, oh yeah, Jen in Parksville. Yeah. I've got a lot lot of favorite things there. But they have mini pot and bumper boats. (laughs) Yeah. Bumper boats. Bumper boats.
1: I also need to acknowledge how much I love when you say favorite things. Like you have so many favorite things. I have so many favorite things. I have so many favorite things. Yeah. It's so fun because... You are able, you're one of those humans that can just pick the smallest, most random, funny thing and just love the shit out of it. Oh, totally. This just made me think of when we woke up this morning and we were talking about comforts. I wanted to talk a little bit about that today because I was just thinking about the things that we pack or bring with us certain places that help us just feel our best. Not being pack rat style that you have to have everything, you know with, <laughs> you don't have to have everything with you, but even for myself, if I'm going for an overnight somewhere are oh. you okay? <laughs> I'm just dying.
0: <laughs> we'll get to it. It's just so funny. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. I'm crying. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> Should I go on? Yeah, yeah, go on. Go on. <laughs> Everything's fine. I'm fine. You're fine. Everything's great. You had mentioned having a couple of things that you bring with you that help you reset or connect or depending on where you're going, it at least helps you feel more at home. And I very much feel the same way. And for myself, it could be as simple as moccasins or a blanket or a journal or a book or something like that. You're still dying. Are you okay? Yes. <laughs> Can I get you something? I mean, cheese stick would be so good. It's a comfort for me. Oh, speaking of comforts, that's what you need right there. <laughs> I actually have one for you. Are you ready? Do you want a pineapple bubbly too? Oh, yes.
0: Okay. That might help <laughs> me settle down here. That's going to help me settle down. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Meat and cheese stick. I think I can pull it together. Okay. So you have it. I meat we, and you love stick. meat and cheese sticks. Oh, love them. And to be honest, I've actually never seen or eaten a meat and cheese stick. And when you were explaining to me that they actually are a long pepperette thing and a piece of cheese in the same vacuum sealed. Oh my gosh. You're sweating.
0: We're going to go, we're going to stop on the road trip. You're going to try meat and cheese stick.
1: Okay. Today's the day. Today's the day. There's always a good time for a first and today's the good day for yeah. a first. Okay. So let's go back to your comforts. Okay. Well, I think it's pretty easy for me. It could just be a book and a journal, uh, a cozy sweater, maybe my moccasins. Yeah. Sometimes just some random things. Headphones just in case because you never know. But yeah, it could, it's even my essential oils like a roll on, some crystals. Something like that. That's, that's for me. That does it. Also, I've got a couple necklaces that I feel very connected to that if I'm gone from home for a certain length of time, I'll either wear them or bring them. And I might not even wear them if I bring them, but just even knowing that I have them available is, yeah.
0: It's funny you say that. So what I was laughing about so hard before was I'm not a good packer and for the traveling I've done it kind of seems silly but like yeah no like I have to start packing about a week or so beforehand and do trial packs because of all of the unnecessary <laughs> shit that trial I want to bring with me <laughs> and I have some friends and they're like okay we're gonna like okay Jen like you want to come on this backcountry camping with us and I've actually never been backcountry camping yet but I just think of like the things that I would have to leave behind because it's like survival mode it's like Okay, sure, this book doesn't weigh a lot, but when you bring your book, oh, a deck of cards, oh, candle, and all this, all like blankets, journals, that stuff adds up and you have to carry it. And uh, yes, it's very funny. So funny enough, this this is what's kind of killing me here this morning, is after my dad passed, I have some ashes of his and for a comfort I was carrying them around with me. So this was like probably this was like a month month and a half after he'd passed and I'd been from Ontario to Lake Louise. I came out to Tofino to visit and then I went back to Lake Louise, did like a 48-hour turnaround and then I was on a plane to Ontario for the summer. And it hit me as I'm sitting at the airport having a beer in my fashion that I was like, "Oh my god, I've lost my dad's ashes." <clears throat> So I start like frantically texting my friends that I stayed at their place in Tofino being like, hey, you know, did you see this like dodgy little envelope that could have been in like this windowsill? Um, it's kind of important. No, we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. I'm like, okay, like I don't know what it is. So my sister-in-laws, they were picking me up from the airport. And they said, hey, Jen, can you send us a picture of like the luggage you have so we know how much room to put in the car? And I'm like, okay, cool. So I sent them a picture. So here I'm sitting at the airport being like, how in the actual heck have I lost dad? Oh my gosh. Like here I am. And I'm like, okay. So then I get on the phone to like airport security being like, I have a checked bag that may have human remains in it. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know if I need to register these. Like, I don't need to know if I need to declare this, but like, please, for the love of God, if you search my bag and find these, it's first of all, not illegal drugs, it's human remains. And please don't get rid of them. Mm -hmm. And so here I'm like frantically, like, I'm still, I'm like running. I went to security and I'm like, can I talk to the manager? And they're like, well, I'm the supervisor. I'm like, okay. So told them the story because on the phone they were like, well, you buy, you just have to go to like airport security and like talk to them. Like I'm kind of just a switchboard. I'm like, okay, thanks for your help. Bye. So anyways, then one of my sister-in-laws, hi Haley, sent me a picture of the picture I sent her of the luggage that I had. And she like zoomed in on a book that was in the bag and was like, is this the envelope? And I was like, mm, Maybe. And I thought, okay, well, like, it's the checked bag, whatever. Like, I'll find it when I get to Toronto. Anyways, lo and behold, the ashes were with me the entire time in the carry-on suitcase, in the envelope, in the book. I found dad. The
1: whole time he was with you. The
0: whole time he was with me. The amount of times I have lost dad, (laughs) but I bring him with me. (laughs) But the amount of times I've lost him. Oh, God. Like, you'd think I'd be a little bit more. But this also, like, translates into... The passport stories we will get into. Ooh, yes. Yeah. But anyways, my comforts, oh, they change. I always have to have a book. Yes. A journal, yep. AirPods, mm-hmm. and some podcasts downloaded.
1: Oh, yes. That was another thing. Is I knew that I was gonna be in and out of reception a lot over the last couple of days and will be moving forward. So it was more of a I had to have podcasts and audiobooks downloaded, ready to go that no matter what. And also a variety of different topics to cover depending on what I've been thinking about or what I want, what I'm interested in. So I hear that. I love that dad's a comfort. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, I have, um, in my car, he
0: was a mechanical engineer and specifically working on like the final stages of alignment as trucks came off the line Mm -hmm. and he invented this piece that is on Chevy pickups. In the wheel, like in the wheel front axles, and I have that piece in my car, and it's funny because on one of my road trips back from Ontario to Lake Louise, May 2020, cruising through North Ontario, northern Ontario, and uh, I was coming down a hill, and there was a car coming towards me down a hill, and I was like, "Shit, that's the cops." Speed limit's about ninety. I was going 130. And I pulled myself over at this point. I was like, I, there's no way, like, I can't, I'm not going to run this one. Like I pulled myself over and I was like, oh God, the police officer comes to the car and he looks in the window and he's like, where are you going? And I was like, oh, just Lake Louise. He's like, so you have a few days ahead of you? And I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, can I see your license and registration? I'm like, yep. Thank God, I had out of province license plates and whatnot because the guy let me off with a warning. He goes, please slow down. There's another cop up the road and he's not going to be as friendly as I am. Just slow down and drive carefully. And I was like, thank you so much. Later to find out that apparently if you say are driving in Northern Ontario and you have Alberta license plates, there's a bit more paperwork involved Mm. and it's kind of just a be safe. I'll let you on your way type of thing. But holy smokes. Oh, my heart is already racing thinking Mm -hmm. about this. I think it was 125. But yeah, the fact I pulled myself over, I'm like, whatever. Like, yeah, I almost like surrendered at the fact like hands off the wheel was like, I'm in God's hands now.
1: Yeah. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) I hate being pulled over even and it's. Like when an officer pulls up behind you, same sort of thing. It's like your heart just starts racing. It's like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. but that Well, was- I'm glad that that didn't end up in a ticket because that could have been a sweet one for you.
0: Ooh, that would have been a doozy. I kind of Googled it after being like, okay, how, and I think it was like the number of points. And I was like, okay, I just have a lead foot sometimes. Mm.
1: So I will not mention this person's name, but this person is listening and this person and I drive very similarly. But I have not been caught, and this person has uh, far too many times, to the point where this person has been fighting for their license because has lost all points and has had all the tickets and is at risk of losing their license. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and so even just talking about that makes my heart race even more because I cannot imagine, number one, being without my license or my car. It's my freedom. It's my getaway car. It's everything. Oh yeah. It's right now it's, it's a home. Yeah. (laughs) It's my home away from
0: home. I get very restless Mm -hmm. when my car is not parked
1: out front my house. Yep. Oh, I can, I, I feel that to the core. And I think that this person, fortunately, I think everything's been sorted. They did the whole, like literally did the X copper legal services thing. And, but it. (laughs) It paid off. So thank God. Thank gosh for this person. Oh my goodness. But has also kind of grown into the, you know what? It's just not worth it. Loves to just put the pedal to the metal. Okay. Funny story. I just thought of this. This is also hysterical. So I had my eldest niece in the front seat of my car once and I drive standard and I joked about grip it and rip it, bud, you know, (laughs) grip it and rip it, bud, buckle up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This kid has the best sense of humor. She gets it from her mother, who I don't know where she gets it from. But Allison's so funny. So Allison's eldest, Kinley, is a riot. And I've got a, so many Kinley stories. But this, the one day when I, she laughed so hard, rip it, buddy. Okay, so then I get home that day or I drop Kinley off or whatever. And I saw her parents, Allison and Joe. And I shared this story and they were obviously both laughing. They're like, yeah, that's standard, you know, because now Kinley pulls that out on Joe. She'll be like, grip it and rip it, buddy. But this gets better. So (laughs) I guess one day when Kinley was driving with Joe and Joe drives these huge pickup trucks for work and also likes to drive very quickly. So in the process, when Kinley was in the front seat, Joe had said something about, I'm going to blow this guy's doors off. And Kinley didn't quite understand what that meant. And he explained, you know, I'm just going to go very, very fast. And well, so she picks up that I'm going to blow his doors off. So she, repeat, she's with me again. And I go to pass this guy and she's like, they call me Detta. She's like, blow his doors off, Detta. <laughs> <laughs> so now every time I pass a vehicle, I just channel in my Kinley. And I'm just like, I'm blowing his doors off. There's something
0: so exhilarating about passing somebody. Oh my gosh. Yes. With all these like stories, it's, I think it's great that our 1964 Volkswagen that has 327,000, she likely has more on her now. I don't even know she'd go that fast. I don't think so.
1: I think we are just the, put our hand out the window and slowly encourage people to pass us as we hug the right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We hug the mayo and we're yeah. like, just, just go. We're in no <laughs> rush.
1: Just encourage them to pass on. Yeah. It's fine.
0: Please go. Yeah. Oh, we'll pull over and let you pass us but- as the big cloud comes out from un- behind us in the exhaust.
1: Yes. Oh gosh. Okay. People that pass aggressively though, Oh. or that just tailgate you until you pull over kind of thing. I'm that person. Been, I might have been that person. Yeah. I can be that person. It depends on where I'm going. Like even at times where you have to hustle. Like a ferry's a big deal. You cannot miss ferries.
0: Oh no. Because the next, like it's not like, oh, you didn't make this one. Then you're guaranteed to spot the next one. It's like, no. If you don't make the one you have a reservation mm-hmm. for, you're on standby. Yeah. Even the road that you came from Port Alberni to Ucluet, People pass on that so aggressively and I'm just like, dude, I just ended up behind you at the stop sign where you turn left or right at the junction. Yeah. Like.
1: No, I had that happen so often yesterday. Yeah. People, ooh, it, that's a
0: dangerous road. Mm-hmm. Hence the construction to make it safer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Amanda, you see that white spot?
1: Let's pull in there for brunch. This sounds amazing. I'm totally ready for some brunch. I Great can't wait idea. to Wash some eggs. Oh, yeah. I could, I'm a real sucker for French toast.
0: Oh, I love the hash brown, like the shredded Mm, hash. All right, sweet. We're pulling over here. Let's
1: do this. Let's totally do this. Okay. Well, friends, we've made it. We have so enjoyed your company and appreciate you coming along. Make sure you take a big stretch and nourish yourselves today.
0: If you had a nice trip today, be sure to follow us on your podcast app and jump back in next week. Tell your friends they'll fit in the van. We'll gas up, grab snacks, and continue down the open road next week.